Tired of boring news? Fatuous facts? Ever heard of a snake worm? Butt science? Food crime? Estonian sports? Spanish art restoration? No facts. Just questions. Person in person. A news show. Subscribe. Please and thank you. All right, who wants to do a podcast? Do you guys Anyone want to do a podcast? Let's do a podcast. Yeah, sure. I'm going to call it a night. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sean, Sean. That would be so funny. Yeah. <laughs> just like, come out. <laughs> just, on episode three, Tim's not here because he wanted to go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> bored. I'm I'm honestly surprised uh during the times that you were sick and not drinking, you didn't do that. Yeah. Nah, I'm committed. <laughs> Welcome to Brose, the podcast for those who drink rose. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rose. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed reporting live from still the tunnel of love, it's Tim Hansen. <laughs> Uh, this is a different kind of tunnel love. I didn't realize I was on camera. And uh, give me a minute to put clothes back on. Disgusting. How are you all doing? <laughs> I'm Fantastic. Great. I'm great. Tr- truthfully, I drank more wine than I thought I did in the first and second episode. So I'm feeling great. <laughs> Same. Truthfully, oh, this is the this episode. Every time we do these shows, because we we've now been doing these shows remote for for a little under a year, and this third episode is the one where I miss doing them in person the most. Like the, the first two episodes, <laughs> like we, we get we get you know we're we're enjoying things. We're we're usually in a good group. The third one, we're like fully in a vibe, and that vibe is sloshed. And I, I feel like that's where <laughs> the three of us being in the same room, it's, it's, it's very important. Yeah. 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 I, I yeah. can't wait until we can do our first, first, uh, back, back to school session, I guess we could call it. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I like that. But, uh, and, and I have a friend, friend of mine and listener of the show, uh, Brandon Hip. He has uh, requested we do like a live, live show for the first time back together. Okay. Uh, I'd be into it. We, we could probably figure out. But uh, what? it's going to be. Listening? It's going to be a fun <laughs> morning for the uh, O'Brien family tomorrow morning. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, it is. Yeah, we've uh, we have word that uh, that that Mary O'Brien, our, our, our the wonderful Mary O'Brien, who compiles our questions on a, on a weekly basis, uh, has also decided to join the Brose podcast, but not be recorded uh, because she's she's yep. enjoying uh, a couple of beverages herself this evening. So uh, so things are going well over there. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a great great morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks. We're, we're, we do appreciate you having uh, having us in your ear holes. Uh, the Brose podcast available <laughs> as always on Apple 
podcast. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and everywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. This is our third session, if you couldn't tell already, which means we are on our third glass <laughs> of wine. Uh, and if you've listened to any of our episodes before, you know by now that the premise of our program is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything, and we do it while enjoying a delicious glass of rosé. And if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, you want to email those questions to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com, so that when question compiler Mary O'Brien wakes up in four and a half days, she'll be able to pull them together and we can put them on our show. But before we get to those questions, let's discuss the wines that we are drinking. Uh, Sean, let's start with you. What are you drinking this evening? I'm drinking uh, Lanzarote, a 2019 uh, Rosado, and it is not very good, um, but I have powered through the entire bottle of it. Um, (laughs) It's no, it's it's. It's not good, but it's not like um, huevos bad, you know. It's it's not that bad. So I think my floor is so low that this is below average. But like, I think I think people would like it. (laughs) Below average, but people might like it. People might like. I don't know. Grandmas, as I said in the first episode, grandmas (laughs) like this. Grandmas who don't know any better might enjoy this wine. <laughs> uh, Rich, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking uh, Foxhorn Vineyards uh, White Zinfandel. Uh, tasting notes are uh, lively and slightly sweet. Our White Zinfandel has aromas of freshly picked strawberries. Enjoy with coconut shrimp or simply as an aspartif. Um, I've drank... A little bit under half this 1.5 liter bottle, and I I like it. I like it a lot. Um, it's upgraded back to I like it a lot from last time because I realized that my strange dizziness headache was not from the wine. It just happened. <laughs> uh, uh, Tim, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking Westmount. It is a Oregon wine, Pinot Noir Rosé. It is uh, has a nice darker rich color really robust flavor um it's it's very delicious and it's the first time in a long time that i've been able to say this wine is good (laughs) and it's not just like it's a wine it's fine uh it does have a good depth of flavor uh some sweetness to it that's not terribly overpowering and a little bit of dryness that uh just just gives it that much more depth so i definitely recommend it and uh, as Tim, I'm now out of wine and I have finished the bottle and it was fantastic. Excellent. Excellent, man. I am drinking berry cream rosé. Now, candidly, I was nervous about this wine uh, just based on the name because you hear a name called berry cream and you think it's going to be just overflowing with sweetness. It's going to be just 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 saccharin. And, and if you enjoy a nice dry, dry wine or a Pinot Noir rosé the way that I do. Uh, you know, you think this is not going to be up your alley. Not so. This is actually a, a quite, a, a, just a hint of sweetness, actually. 
uh, and, and the balance is actually ideal for me. So this is, I wouldn't, I don't know if this, this might be my top five rosés, frankly. Uh, this is, nice. this is, this is quite good. Nice. This is up there with Matua, uh, and some of the other Pinot Noir rosés that I've had. This is, this is quite good. Uh, so don't let the name fool you. If you are averse to super sweet wines, you're still going to be okay with berry cream. Uh, so would recommend. Uh, and it goes well with BLTA sandwiches, those goddamn Californians. Now, Sean O'Brien, <laughs> you yes. have our questions. You're right. I do. <laughs> uh, and you if ready? you have questions, email them to brosequestions oh, at gmail.com. Are, are you ready? <laughs> I'm definitely ready. <laughs> if, yeah, if you have questions, email them to brosequestions at gmail.com. But the first question that we have... That was emailed to us. Uh, before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say? Why? Uh, yes. No, because I just don't call people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't yeah, call them. All, all the time. Uh, my last job before the one I have now, uh, my 90% or probably about 50% of my job was making phone calls out and it was always the same script. No matter what phone, no matter what number I was calling, always the same script still rehearsed it as I was dialing the number. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think work calls, especially like, I think, you know, this is a personal phone call. If I'm calling like my mother or something, or if I'm giving a call to my wife or, or what have you, no, I'm not typically rehearsing that because I don't have a set list of bullet points. I'm just talking to them because I enjoy the, the, the pleasure of their company. But, you know, for a work call, like, for example, if I have to call my boss about something or if I have to call, uh, you know, one of our sales partners or something like that, then, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm rehearsing that phone call to make sure I hit all the right beats and to, to make sure that I, mm -hmm. I properly articulate what I want. But, you know, it it depends on the subject of the conversation. Like, I'm not rehearsing phone calls to customer service people. Like, I'm not – if I have to call – you know, Comcast for something. I'm not being like, hello, dear sir or madam. I'm calling because uh, my internet speed is bad and I would like it to be not bad. Like I'm not rehearsing that. Like, but, you know, something with a little bit more specificity, something where the actual uh, verbiage that I choose is important. Yeah, I'm absolutely rehearsing that. What about you, Tim? Uh, no, I, I was dead serious. I literally try to avoid calling. It, it is a last resort. And if I have to, like, I, I fucking hate talking to people on the phone. Uh, and if I am trying to rehearse that or like go over what I'm about to say to that person on the phone, it makes it that much worse for me. Hmm. Uh, so I'm off the cuff. And the upside is if I call my boss's boss, uh, and just be like, Yo, Joe, some shit went down. Uh, that is totally acceptable <laughs> and, and not a problem. That's interesting uh, because I would think that, you know, since if you don't like talking on the phone, I would think that having something rehearsed and planned out to say would actually make things easier for you. But but that's not the case. Uh, nope. And the same the same thing went with uh, public speaking. Like, I hate getting up in front of people and talking with people. But what I discovered in and same with choir, like I've been singing in choir since fifth grade i think uh, uh i can't remember if i quit or got kicked out of the saint philip and james kids choir but whatever besides the point uh 
But like even my senior year, when I'm in like this small group that is just us, and like I've been in the whole choir for six years at that point, every single time we went somewhere to sing, nerves. Like I, I being in the acapella group, like nerves. I hate being up in front of people, uh, in in front of people and performing. The phone is that much worse because essentially to me that's a performance to someone I can't see, which is worse. <laughs> um. So in my public speaking class, I more or less discovered that if I tried to overly prepare for it, it was bad. Whereas if I just like had a general idea of what I wanted my speech to be and I had like eight bullet points, uh, I was re- I'm very good at off the cuff in those kind of instances. So that works out better for me in the long run. Sean, do you rehearse uh, phone calls beforehand? Uh, yeah, I do. Because I am the opposite in that I need to know what I'm going to say before I say it. But the only, honestly, the only call I make now is to like pizza places. So it's just like (laughs) rehearsing the order beforehand. So I make sure Mm -hmm. I don't forget anything. Because I think the worst thing I could do is get off the phone and then realize I needed to add something extra. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, oh, I forgot, you know, the breadsticks. Damn. And I got to call back. They're going to think I'm annoying, <laughs> which is so dumb because like as because I worked in uh, that type of field where people were calling us all the time. And I know for a fact I did not give a shit about any of the people who called me. You know what I mean? Like they call me and be like, oh, I actually also need this. It was never like, oh, God, it was like, okay, whatever. And then you yeah. put it in and you move on <laughs> with your fine. life because there's 50 other people about to call you about some other dumb shit. Like nobody cares about you. I think <laughs> that <laughs> that's probably the thing I have to, that's like my mantra is like, nobody cares in like a, in a, in a good way. Like nobody gives a shit about you. So you can be a dumb idiot yeah, and like, nobody's going to care. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's ultimately people are mostly are so focused on their own life that like you might spend, you know, minutes, hours, however long agonizing over the way you're going to phrase something. If you're going to call, you know, uh, you know, you're calling customer service or you're calling your boss or you're calling whoever, you know, people are so focused on their own life that like you think like, Oh, this is going to be the most important conversation they have all day when it's like the 19th most important conversation that they have (laughs) all day. So, you know, it very much, is you know it, you know it, it is it is people are focused on their own life and they're not as focused on you know, what you think is the number one priority for them is not the number one priority for them. Mm-hmm. Wait, are you saying I'm not everyone's number one priority? Because that's kind of bullshit. If if I'm not, <laughs> you are the number one priority, Listen, Randy. Richie. If 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 you're not standing in front of me, I forget that you exist. Mm-hmm. I think we've gone over this. Just ask just ask Tim's exes from uh from <laughs> 2008. Uh, what uh, exes? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Tim. Huh? Done. Right. Gone. So I love that there's only three of us on this show. It just mixes up. <laughs> oh, four of us on the show. My bad. Yeah. My bad. For, just for cover up his camera. I, for listeners, I covered my camera. There you go. Uh, Sean, what is our next question? Our next question is. Okay, but we just want them to listen to Big Iron by Marty Robbins. Make them all sit there, listen to the song together, and review it. John Tursich and Emily Cooper together. <laughs> this is a question. This is a demand. 
that we listened to Big Iron by Marty Robbins. Uh, so do you all want to take like a couple of minutes? I- I'm assuming that I would hope that John Cooper and Emily Tursich, who have, have written in several questions to us and we love them. I would hope that they didn't pick like some like 18 minute, you know, no, 21, it's, 12. It's four, mi- it's, it's four minutes long. All right. Uh, all right. So we're, we're at the 25 minute mark here. Let's see a quick moment here. Pause and listen to Big Iron by Marty Robbins. I'll show you a big iron. Separate ways. Big iron. To the town of our free road, a stranger one fine day. That looks like he's falling asleep. Hardly spoke to folks Just vibing. Him, didn't have too much to say. I got bored. That's my only problem with songs like that, is because they don't do enough changes between the verses. It just sounds too repetitive. Mm-hmm. I thought they were gonna make out. <laughs> I was like, why? Are, I was like, why are they making us listen to this song? I got a big iron for you. Yeah. I thought they were gonna make out at the end, and they didn't. And I was like, oh, he just died. It's like this is a country western about uh, LGBT rights. <laughs> I wasn't ready. Matt, you awake? <laughs> You're on mute, Matt. Yeah, you're on mute. Or are you just lipping it and making us think you're on mute? Which would <laughs> no, be very no, I was on mute because I, I was playing it through my speakers. Uh, so okay. <laughs> I so, assumed so. when I saw no head headphones on. No, no, yeah, so I was, I was jacking uh, with some Marty Robbins through my speakers. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, okay, it was it was a uh, it's it. Sounds like first of all, I, th- I think uh, Quentin Tarantino wants to use this for his next movie if he hasn't already. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I I couldn't quite focus. I, like for me to focus on the lyrics enough for a song, especially a song like that, I need to listen to it a handful of times. I was so focused on that 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 bass line and the they, guitar in the back. That, the guitar like, in I the just, back was they had some pretty sick runs. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I liked it. The guitar yeah. was great. And just like that bass lick was so heavy in your uh, in your ear because it, it was stereo sound, so you really only had it in the one ear. Oh, the bass singer. Oh, the actual bass yeah. line. Yeah, it was. I I enjoyed the hell out of that song, but I need to listen to it some more. I, that's the kind of country that I like. Yeah, like it tells a story. I mean, I, I agree with Tim a li- that it it was repetitive, but it was like it tells a it tells a story. And you're just like you're kind of in it the whole time. You're like, all right, all right, it's like all outlaw right. country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dig this story. Like David Allen Coe, like this, like you know, bad man, wrong side of town. You know, gunslinger kind of kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we and, have to. Uh, yeah. um, we have to do our Spotify playlist for 2021. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, well, yeah. We never did a 2020 Spotify playlist. Yeah, uh, um, 2020 was the sound of us just. Screaming inside of our house, screaming. <laughs> screaming out into the empty streets. It was yeah, just yeah, yeah. the end of the world by REM thirty times. Yeah, it's just that over and over again. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll pull another one of those together. That'll be a fun yeah, one. Um, we can pull it together. So overall, it, it, so it seems like this was in a Fallout game because I keep the the, the second suggestion. Uh, so the, I, I pulled this up on YouTube. Big Iron by Marty Robbins, and the second suggested video is: Can you beat Fallout New Vegas with only a big iron on your hip? <laughs> <laughs> and, and one of the other ones is Big Mandalorian Iron, and I kind of want to listen to that. And I hope, I hope it's not just this song 
to Mandalorian and that it's an actual like parody. So it's like a whole subject, like this whole like <laughs> I don't know if it's a mythos or a fandom, but like this whole like outlaw country gunslinger fandom where it's just like, yeah, Mandalorian, Western, you know, space thing. And now we got Marty Robbins to go with it. Apparently it's a meme. Is it? Yeah. Is yeah. It? Yeah, apparently. Huh. Interesting. Who knew? I don't know I, why. Uh, but Big Mandalorian Iron is a parody that I am going to listen to as soon as we're done the show. Before this, I cannot say I have heard this song. I'd never heard of Marty Robbins before. Mm-mm. Me neither. Um, but it's, it's you know, is, is taking it outside of the meme context or whatever, it is just a song. It is a perfectly good, uh, you know, Western country song. I, I, I think it's a bop. It's a bop. It's, it's a, a bop. bop. It's a whole <laughs> mood. Bop. It's got that train, like chugga 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 chugga, the yeah. Johnny Cash mm-hmm. uh, train uh, pro- propulsion as far as the rhythm. So, yeah, sure. I'm in. Yeah. I'm, I'm into it. it. Good on Marty Robbins. <laughs> I'm reading the question. <laughs> in, in, a, in a time where so many songs lack so much, like, con- not context, but content, and it's just like, cool, you said a bunch of words. What the fuck was this song about? Yeah. Uh, which I feel like a lot of music. Not all music, but there's a significant amount of it that is in that genre these days. Hmm. Uh, this was great, and it told a great story. And we love a great story on the Brose podcast. We do. Yeah, we, we do. do. Yeah. That we do. Oh, it's an underdog story, because uh, the ranger was an underdog. He was. He had he had 19 and 1 notches on his gun. <laughs> <laughs> the odds were stacked against him. Texas Red did. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Lyra came in this video. <laughs> My God, poor Texas Red. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, Tim. What do we got next? What's our next question? I don't, I don't have the question, so I don't know. Well, I'll tell you. Oh, sorry, Sean. <laughs> sorry. Wait, sorry. I'm so I'm so distracted by by the peril so, of Texas Red that I, I didn't remember who had the question. So, so, 2020 was the year of Sean forgetting he had the questions. Yeah. 2021 is a year of Matt forgetting who has the third set of questions. Rich, will you quit bagging on me and just read the next question, please? Uh, Yeah, sure. Uh, Sean, can you send that to me? Yeah. So which celebrity death impacted you the most? Uh, Chester Bennington. Chester Bennington. That's a good answer. It might be Trebek. Might be Alex Trebek. Trebek was a staple of my childhood. Like I, I wanted to be Alex Trebek as a child, uh, and Jeopardy was always that institution that, like, even when like there were like periods in my life where I didn't watch it that much, like it was always comforting to be like, oh, Alex Trebek's just always there. Like he's always gonna be hosting Jeopardy at all times, and uh, and now that he's not, it's like, oh god damn. Like like my wife and I still watch Jeopardy a handful of times a week, and it's we like like Ken Jennings is doing a, a perfectly fine job as the guest host, but like there's no replacing him. Like Alex Trebek yeah. was an institution. Yeah. Uh, Chadwick Boseman. Um, it just, it was so out of left field, mm. not even knowing that he had cancer and the fact that he had cancer, but filmed three superhero films while fighting cancer. It was just like mind blowing to me. 
In addition to the other movies. Mm-hmm. In addition to, yeah, in addition to all, like, I think he filmed in a total of, like, so like, seven? Seven to ten movies during the course of fighting his cancer. Not letting the public know at all that he was having these issues. Dealing with all the backlash of people mocking him for, like, losing weight and looking sickly. Because he was going through chemo and cancer treatment, and then it just happening out of nowhere. It just like it took me down. Um, and I, I said this when we talked about it uh, when after he passed. Like the 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 scene of Avengers Endgame when he when like they all come back together and it shows him and they're doing the war cry. Always got emotional during that part, and I always love the Black Panther character in the MCU. That like. Now it makes me even more emotional because, like, that is his final scene as that character. Mm. Mm-hmm. But you, Sean? Um, I will say. So I have two. So first was, like, the serious answer is Ruth Bader Ginsburg mm-hmm. dying. Probably had the most impact on our lives, mm. and is was a i it wasn't a shock because she was a million but like it was still like i she seemed like she could handle it you know what i mean like she's like you're like she could she'll she'll last (laughs) yeah but uh unfortunately she didn't but my 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 uh my honorable mention is mf doom yep who died on like on Halloween, I think. And then nobody found out until late December or something like that. Yeah. Wild. Absolutely wild. Yeah. Yeah. He was a rapper, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. An an incredible rapper. Probably Mm. one of my favorites. Not probably. He's one Mm. of my favorite rappers. And it was just, but it's just like a very, it was also just, it's wild because it was a very MF Doom thing to have him die on Halloween and then not tell anybody <laughs> until much, yeah. much, much later. Yeah. So, mm. you know, consistency. But it was uh, it was definitely mm. Ruth yeah. RBG, notorious. Mm-hmm. What about you, Tim? Uh, Chester Bennington. Oh, yeah, he said, he said Link- Chester. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Linkin Park was a, or at least hybrid theory, was a big album for me at a time when I didn't know how to deal with what was going on in my head uh, with my emotions and having that soundtrack of like, you're not alone essentially for me. Mm-hmm. And as the music developed, a lot of it like echoed other things that I felt and could relate to uh, and him being open with like with stuff he struggled with and all that stuff. Uh, so yeah, that, that hit really hard. That sucked. And it's kind of like the, the fight with depression and suicidal thought processes and stuff like that. And then, uh, essentially losing that fight was Mm. just like shit. So. Mm. Yeah, man. Those are off. Um, I, I I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot that like, you don't think it's like, on its surface, you'd be like, oh, it's celebrities, you know, or, or public figures or something like that. Like, they shouldn't impact your life. Like, Sean picked a great one with Ruth Bader Ginsburg because, like, literally, she's she's affecting policy. Like, she's affecting, mm-hmm. like, the rule of law in the mm-hmm. United States. 
Um, but like everybody's got a different one. Like Chadwick Boseman's a great one. I think Chadwick Boseman hit a lot of people because that movie, like Black Panther in particular, he was a great actor, but Black Panther as a movie in particular was such a cultural touchstone. Um, you know, the stuff's roaring back to me as soon as I said Trebek. I'm like, you know, Roy Halladay dying was was a big impact on me because he just seemed like a really nice yeah. guy. Uh and and oh, seemed Kobe? infallible and he was super young. Kobe. Kobe oh, was a yeah. huge one and his daughter. Um yeah, that's wild. I there's so many so we're, many we're about a year we're just about a year now the yeah. one year anniversary is a couple weeks ago um chris, chris wesseling who's not really a celebrity but he's one of my favorite writers and host and co-host of one of my favorite um football podcasts just passed away within the last week and, and like he'd been open he, he had cancer and he had been open about his fight with cancer over the last couple of years and so you know you heard it in his voice a little bit that he was laboring and then all at once it was like oh jesus he's gone like it, like it just it smacks you in a certain way and, and it impacts, you know, depending on who it is, it depends. It affects how it impacts you. If it's somebody who was influential to you as a, as a, as a, when you were growing up like Chester Bennington or somebody who you just thought was very personable and intelligent the way that, that I thought of Chris Wessling or Trebek or something like that. Like, you know, there's six different ways till Sunday that celebrity, that celebrity deaths can impact you, even though, by all accounts, they shouldn't because they're celebrities or something. Yeah. Like it's just yeah, like, you have an emotional connection. Like I, I remember when uh, Leonard Nimoy passed away. Like that was also like an all of a sudden out of nowhere thing. I don't think he was fighting anything. I think it might have been a heart attack or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't fully remember. It's been a few years, but yeah, I, I was like, I was never a huge fan of Star Trek, but I was a fan of Leonard Nimoy's, and I was, I was devastated for at least a week after he had passed. I was like, shit, man. Like, mm. and then it, it also goes into thinking like all of my, like all of the celebrities that are like, at least the nerd culture celebrities that I look up to are getting old. Ian McKellen, um, Patrick Stewart, like, like, like mm-hmm. I, I, they're all getting, getting up there in age. And it's like, what's the world going to be like without an Ian McKellen or a Patrick Stewart? What's the world going to be like? And, and then you had uh Bowie pass away a few years later and it was just like, shit, man. Like mm-hmm. it sucks. You assume these people are going to Scott Weiland. You assume these people are going to be yeah. around for forever and ever. And you know, it's just, yeah. you know, in- institutions eventually, you know, they, they give way at a certain but, point. Yeah. And, and with, with, uh, celebrities like Wyland and, and and Chester Bennington who who took their lives it's it's even harder because it's like well, Wyland didn't right. take his no, life he, Wyland, he, uh, he, uh, yeah yeah talking about at least, um, uh, Chris Soundgarden Cornell. Chris Cornell Cornell, Cornell yeah my bad yeah uh, 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 Chris Cornell and Bennington they 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 both took their lives and that's just like that's even harder because like yeah not normal people look and be like well how can that, that don't recognize depression that much will we'll look at them and be like, well, how can they be depressed? How can they be sad? They have such a great life and everything. But like, you don't know the things that are happening under their heads. Like you look at Robin Williams, like happiest, funniest, nicest man in the world. And he was dealing with major depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's, yeah. It's, it, this, it takes all, unfortunately it takes all kinds. And uh, you know, so uh, any other, any other celebrity deaths that impacted you? directly Mm-mm. i don't yeah, think yeah. so yeah yeah i think my whole explanation pretty much named them all yeah um, nailed it tim what do we got next 
<laughs> I have no idea because I still don't have oh, the questions. Sorry. I'm just locked in on Tim being. Tim had the questions last time, so I'm just locked in on him being the one who has them. How about so, this? Uh... Normally I'm the anchor so that we get this shit done. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Well, how about, how about this? Sean, how would you just, just shut the fuck up for a second? Uh, for once. Uh, because Tim, I want to talk to you about something else aside from the questions. This yeah, is a pod- there's, a, there's another podcast not named Brose that you should be listening to. And it's called the Not My Type Podcast. So, so, so just talk to us about it for a little bit. One couple, two personalities, three million tests to prove it. Uh, so it's a cool, uh, <laughs> it's it's a chill podcast with a couple Jesse and Ryan. I uh, do like Buzz style, BuzzFeed style quizzes and different personalities what's their myers briggs is zodiac important but who cares what's my sign and all that jazz uh so it's a great mm-hmm. down-to-earth podcast and the, the website's even got some tarot reading and uh i just drew the emperor which stands for stability power protection realization a great person authority and will so uh bow down bitches because i'm the boss and that's what it be they also uh, Jesse does a post podcast blog. So for any follow up on on the subject they're discussing, like I'm flipping through it now, they've got a Buffy blog, they've got a Witcher blog, uh, they've got a Stranger Things blog. So like you're getting, you're not just getting the podcast, you're getting that that written element. You're getting a full content experience with them, uh, with, with Jesse and Ryan. So not my type pod comes out every Wednesday. So again, we 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 stress this here on Brose. You listen to Brose on Tuesday. You listen to Not My Type on Wednesday. Uh, and I believe Person in Person comes out on Thursdays. Is that correct? Totes. So listen, man, the heart of your week. Look, Mondays, we all know. Mondays are are, are tough. You <laughs> go into it knowing that Monday is going to be a rough day. Tuesday, no I have, saving you. I have always thought that Tuesday is actually the worst day of the week. Because Monday, you know going in, you're already like mentally prepared that Monday is going to stink. Tuesday, you've had a day of work. You're, you're at work. And... You still have three more freaking days after that. The heart of the week is still approaching you, but it could be better if you listen to Brose on Tuesday and the Not My Type podcast on Wednesdays. New episodes come out on every Wednesday. So for more information on the show, check out notmytypepod.com. That's notmytypepod.com. All right, Sean. If you quit screwing around and just read the next question, that would be I'm great. I'm so sorry. I, <laughs> I got so confused with yeah. all those reads. Uh, what was from this is from John Tursich. What was the best meme of 2020? Baby Yoda, baby. Mm, all the Baby Yoda pick. memes. That's a very the, the, good Between pick. the one where it's like. 20? I thought that was earlier than that. That was last year. I know last year felt like seven years ago, but <laughs> it was definitely 20. Oh, I don't even wait, remember no, the no, Mandalorian no, came no. out. Oh, you're right. It is 2019 because I was still working at the other mm. company. Oh, wow. All right. Never mind. Yeah, I, thought, I thought the Mandalorian I, was a little bit earlier than that. Yeah. I retract my statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should feel stupid now. Um, Listen, how is that different than normal? <laughs> Come on. Uh, Boy, what is the best meme of 2020? I Um, don't know. Gritty. 
<laughs> gritty is always the best I, meme. Gritty, gritty is earlier than 2022. Oh, well, unless no. there's something new that came with Gritty. Because Gritty, we were talking about Gritty as early as our first couple episodes back in 2018. Oh, I, I got it. I got right. it. The best meme of 2020 was uh, Donald Trump saying, uh, after Donald Trump had said that bad things happen and come from uh, Philly, and then he lost Pennsylvania. So there's the nonstop gritty memes with that tag and Donald Trump like in the hyper focus, but like behind him is gritty and fire and it's just like bad things happen in Philly. My mom got me a t-shirt with uh, gritty saying bad things happen in Philadelphia on it. Yeah. Uh, it's quick. Or just like you have gritty, like right after that happened, you just have pictures of gritty and says fuck around to find out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, so b- basically the bad things happen in Philly meme, mm-hmm. uh, and anything contributing from that or, or to that. I think my favorite, like right around the time of the election, uh, especially because Pennsylvania was the, the actual not not to, pun intended Keystone State uh, for for all of this, and, and Philadelphia in particular. Uh, the the morning that uh, Biden passed Trump for. Uh, with in votes in Pennsylvania, uh, largely on the strength of Philadelphia, like all the people I follow on on Twitter who are Philly sports people, were just posting like you know gifs and memes. So like it was like you know they would retweet Jake Tapper saying like Biden pulls ahead of Trump based on Philly vote, and it would be like a gif of of Brandon Graham strip sacking Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, or like you know Joel Embiid throwing down a slam dunk, like just 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 the Philly sports memes to go with mm-hmm. it. Like were just hilarious to me. Yeah. Uh, like, there's nothing would be funny. Like, Joe Biden wins Pennsylvania, and like Nick Foles catching a touchdown pass is the reaction to it. Like, it was it was awesome. I I, I enjoyed that. <laughs> yep. Or the uh, Bernie. I'm once again asking for more dank memes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm. Uh, Sean, any good memes from you? I I like the. It was. It was like early pandemic, a very early pandemic when like everyone was supposed to be at home and was listening to that more or less when it was like the earth is returning, you know, the earth is healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those memes. I liked those memes a lot when it was mm-hmm. like, it would be like a picture of like 8,000 rubber ducks in a, in a river and be like <laughs> the earth is healing. <laughs> the earth is healing. Yeah. Those are good. Or uh, like late late pandemic, like maybe September October, it would be the Pepperidge Farm guy from Family Guy, and it's like, remember when the worst thing that happened in 2020 was that Australia was on fire? Mm. I remember <laughs> when Australia burned to the ground. It was. Yeah, I, yeah. I I apologize. It was we are the virus. Was was what uh, I was yeah. thinking of. <laughs> yeah, we are. Oh yeah 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 yeah. If honestly, if you want. To get a good idea of all the best memes from 2020, watch Death to 2020 on Netflix, mm-hmm. and that basically covers all of it. Mm-hmm. Like it oh, covers, yeah, yeah, yeah. it covers good. pretty much all the stupid shit that like was made into memes after the moronic Karens and 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 just stupid idiots that 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 like were vocal last year. What Do- Tr- Don Trump Jr.'s girlfriend? Gafoye, uh, the 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 woman who was just screaming at the RNC, uh, like who, who appeared to be on drugs in some capacity. The best is yet 
to come like that that was a solid one as well uh people reworking that um also if you're an eagles fan uh the the, (laughs) 2020 years and years ago uh i guess when carson wentz was still at north dakota state he tweeted something about uh he tweeted something to the effect of quote thinking about cutting my own dick off and that resurfaced this year on account of Carson Wentz's performance. Uh, and so that explains a lot. Yeah. Wentz would, uh, you know, he could have like a three interception game. And then, you know, of course on Twitter, somebody would immediately retweet, think about cut my own dick off. <laughs> uh, so uh, solid one as well. Yeah. Um, also, uh, the election, because, you know, that was stolen. It was all fake. So the election is the best meme of 2020. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Many people are saying it. Yeah, absolutely. You are uh, hearing it more and more. Um, Matt, what's the next question? Uh, ask Tim. He's reading them. Oh, Tim. <laughs> you have that's, it? A, that's a great question, guys. Next question. I, I've got it, but Sean's got to, going to take this. Uh, yeah, one. I'm going to, I'm going to speak over Tim as I usually do. What are three things <laughs> That you all have in common. Beard. Yep. That's, That's true. a quick, easy one off the top. We all have yeah. beards. Yeah. Uh, having consumed a copious amount of rosé over the last two years. <laughs> Subjective, but yes. True. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> a, a general disdain for Vince Gata. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Slam. Wow. Sorry, that that was low hanging fruit. It was just too easy. Anyone get the license plate of that bus? <laughs> uh, what are three things that we have in common? Uh, I mean, we all like video games uh, to different yeah. capacities. Uh, you know, I I, I have uh, I, I will not claim to be the the gamer that uh, that Rich is, or or possibly even the other two. Yeah, but I I enjoy a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we, we all have similar, although slightly different, similar tastes in music. Hmm. Uh, and we generally agree upon good music. Typically, typically. Yeah. Um, uh, but like, and same with me and, and to, to, to like Matt, your statement of you're not to the gamer as I am. I'm not to the music aficionado as some of you guys are, but I still like music. Yeah. We enjoy a good, uh, a good sporting event on the television. Man, I, I could care less. <laughs> you're, you're more of the community guy. Like, you're more there for yeah. the, the communal aspect of it. Yay, sports. What's going on, bros? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, that man, well, they are hit a touchdown. Yeah. Um, uh, we we all we all like food and like to cook, right? Maybe. Yep. Yep. One of the yep. earliest edgy opinions of the Brose podcast is that <laughs> yeah. food is good. Food is good. Food, food is, good. is good. <laughs> yeah. But it was the 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 common thing was the commonality is uh, liking to cook. Yes, and we do I, like I to was cook. I wasn't hundred percent sure that we all like to uh, and are generally decent at cooking. Yeah. Well, the only thing that Tim likes more than uh, eating scrambled eggs is cooking them. <laughs> I, I had I had it ready, locked, cocked, and ready to punch you in the face. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, t- Tim. Uh, t- it's like a it's like a Shakespearean tragedy with Tim, where he, the, the thing he's uh. best at is in the kitchen is making scrambled eggs, and the thing he can't stand to eat the most is eating scrambled eggs. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. What else we got? It's so hard. Uh, we all love each other. We do all love each other. Question. 
Yes, a, th- a thing that we do. Yes, of course. Uh, <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, we both have access to high quality. Mi- <laughs> we all have access to high quality microphones. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I, I think we're all more emotional and like more sensitive than people would assume. I think I would all buy of that. us. I would mm-hmm. buy that. Yeah. 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 I think so. I think we're generally feeling people, you know, we're, 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 we, we don't fit the, if, you, if you're going with the, the typical definition of masculinity, which, which is flawed in a lot of ways, but if you're going with the typical definition of masculinity, I think we don't fit that in the sense that we do, you know, we're, we're feeling people. We got, we got emotions, man. We got feelings. We got feelings. Yeah. Feelings. Feelings. What a dose. <laughs> what a dose, man. Um, Oh boy, boy. Uh, uh let's see. I got I got one last one if we don't have any more. We're all drunk. False. <laughs> not drunk. Hell yeah. You drank Britain a whole drunk bottle. That I'm not yeah, drunk. I know. That's how I that's how I know I have fully recovered from my headache oh. shit is I feel excellent. Oh boy. <laughs> I am back in the game, baby. Tim is in control right now. Let me tell you. Uh, well, if you're so in control, Tim, then why don't you uh, go ahead and read the next question? <laughs> That's not the kind of control I have. Sean, what is our next question? Our next question from John Tursich is, which wood smells the best, i.e. pine, cedar, cherry, apple, hickory, etc.? Burning or being cut for just existing? I think in terms of just existing, it's pine for me. Mm-hmm. See, I hate the smell of pine. I, I can't it. stand it. Oh no! Wait, wait, wait! No, it's cedar. It's cedar. I'm thinking of yeah. cedar, like a cedar, like a hope chest. Yeah, I can get behind cedar. That all smell the way. is the best one. Just you know, plain, no frills. I don't have the sophisticated uh, nasal palate uh, for for wood that, uh, that that you guys have, like, uh, mahogany and Douglas fir. Uh, I guess uh, would, would be mine, but only because those are the ones that I can quickly identify uh, off the top of my head. Matt, so, you're fired. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Someone else is going to have to read the question since I have to drop out this round. <laughs> I, uh, I actually, I think the only real wood that I've mostly smelled was pine. Uh, I had a pine tree that I've chopped down in my in my property. My grandfather had a few. Uh, he has a few apple trees, but um, I, and I did help him cut it down. I just don't remember what it smelled like. It was the middle of summer, and I was in a rush. Uh, I had to, I had something to do, so all I can think of is pine. Um, mm-hmm. But I would love to do like a a a wood taste test. Or smell test. <laughs> wood taste. No, nope, it's a taste test now. <laughs> Eat some wood, guys. Just you know, taking that wh- big old tongue and dragging you, you, it along some wood. You, you <laughs> smoke things in different kinds of woods and you see which one tastes better. That's I'm down for that too. <laughs> Imagine right, like a right. great British bake off, except it's rich just like taking a big old chunk out of bark. <laughs> you need to make a flan out of two soft woods and a hard wood. Yeah. Remember, remember how early pandemic everything was a cake? Now nothing is a cake. Not really uh <laughs> well, it's not really good wood though, is it? It's uh, a big crumble. Well wood taste test. Uh yeah, I, I uh any other woods that you guys enjoy the scent of? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
Yeah, honestly, I just like I've worked with in wood shop. I've worked with a bunch of different kind of woods. I've helped Andrew like move stuff around his shop. So like I know there are other smells that I like. I just yeah. don't know which woods they were. Mm-hmm. So j- literally, I just know that I hate the smell of pine. Like mm. I'm not a fan. I think it is the worst and like borderline suffocating. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Knowing what you don't like is almost as important as knowing what you like as far as mm-hmm. anything See. really in life, but especially, I would say, wood. Yeah. Yep. Hey, uh, Sean. Yeah. What's the, uh, what's the next question, bro? Penultimate question. What's the worst physical pain that you've ever suffered through? Well, when I encountered Texas Red... Out on <laughs> who had an iron on his hip. He did have a big iron on his hip. Also a big iron on my hip. Yeah. It was a big iron showdown. Worst physical pain that you've ever been in. I think when I was a ele- like when I was in like eleven or twelve, I had I had issues with my knee. I, I had knee surgery when I was about twelve. And several times my knee would just lock up. Basically I, I my meniscus was tearing slowly over a period of time. And occasionally for a span of like a year and a half to two years, my knee would just lock up if I clenched it too tight and I couldn't pop it out. And that was the worst pain because it was fear and pain because it hurt to have my knee stuck like that and like pushing against it, trying to pop it out where it was, was just like excruciating. So combination of age, injury type, uh, and severity, I will go with my knee injury from when I was uh, like 11, 12 years old. Oof. Uh, I'm going to go with wrestling sophomore year, I think, in high school. I super pronated my left ankle, which uh, w- when your ankle goes a direction it's not supposed to go and you hear... Th- when you hear over a gymnasium full of people three very loud pops, you get very concerned very quickly. Yeah. Uh, so nothing was broken that showed up on an x-ray anyway. Uh, hurt like hell. Like I could normally my reaction to pain because I have a relatively high tolerance for pain. But when it is there and at, it's something like that is to like try and walk it off or run it off. And it's like I can't because that's what's hurt. Mm-hmm. fuck uh so that that hurt quite a lot uh, especially because it's so unexpected i'm whenever i'm expecting some sort of pain it's usually like upper body related and i'm like yeah i'm ready for it i'm good right uh so that pot, that came out of nowhere hurt like hell and then continued to hurt and then like not being able to walk on it for almost a month and all that stuff was just like Yay, but I need to take a shower. Let's just hop along and hope I don't fall over and slip and crack my skull open, which will hurt more. But somehow that hurt more than getting hit by a truck when I was like five. Jesus. (laughs) Freaking like walking orthopedic nightmare over here. (laughs) Yes. Um, Rich, what's the worst physical pain you've ever been in? I've been trying. I've been... I've dealt with a decent amount of pain. I've had uh, ankle injury, ankle issues for a majority of my life. And so when I worked at McDonald's, I'd be on my feet for upwards of eight to 10 hours 
a shift and at the end of the shift if i were to sit down i'd, I'd be in so much pain and my ankles would like kind of lock up so much that i wouldn't be able to stand up on my first try it'd take like two or three tries for me to stand up and even then like i'm walking like an old person mm-hmm. um so like i had surgery on those and i remember one of the ankles after the surgery was extremely more painful than the other. Like I woke up from the surgery crying mm. and I was er, like late teens, early twenties at mm. this time. Okay. Um, it's, so it's either that or, uh, this is less of pain and more of discomfort. That was the worst. And it was when I was going through my signs or my, uh, uh, learning that I had celiac and like, not knowing that, like, I would feel like I had this bubble in my stomach that wouldn't move for like three hours, and it would just be so mm. uncomfortable that, like, un- until, like, on, un- uh, uh, unfortunately, like, I vomited it up or something like that. But I honestly, I- even with those two, I think for me, the worst pain ever was uh, Super Bowl weekend 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, we recorded this, the, uh, uh, brose, mm-hmm. uh, and Matt, you had made a Nashville hot chicken. I sure had. Um, and then <laughs> it was the Super Bowl the next day and I had heartburn for a week. Ooh. Thought I had, I thought I was having a heart attack throughout some of that. Mm. And so it wasn't as much like it was painful in my chest and tight and it did not, it was not fun. But then it also, like, it was added to that, like, am I having a heart attack for a week straight type of thing? I felt bad about that for a while. Uh, But then I read (laughs) this. Uh, So the Nashville hot chicken recipe that I was using recommended, uh, I used the the recommended amount of cayenne pepper with that, which was two tablespoons. Uh, And then I read later on that that was the recommended amount because the actual recipe is six tablespoons of cayenne pepper that goes into uh, that chicken. The people of Tennessee are fucking bonkers. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I love cayenne pepper as a spice in general, but that is a lot yeah. of cayenne. Yeah. It's a lot, man. Like you need to cut that with some paprika, buddy. Like just just slice it. So I'm sorry that yeah, I, I, I thought that they no. fed you food that made you think you were having was, a heart attack. It's fine. <laughs> it was like it was so weird because like it started to onset during the Super Bowl while we were at your house. The next day after I was eating it, it was like really on hard onset during then, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I was like making sure that I wasn't breathing heavy or getting anxious. I was like, and because of all the celiac symptoms, I was like just. For some reason, I always thought uh, a heart attack first. And like, so like, that was just like my immediate reaction. And I I like, I kind of know the common signs of a heart attack. So I was like, this isn't it. This isn't it. I'm not worrying about if this is a heart attack. I'm not in fear. Well, actually, I am having anxiety of whether or not this is a heart attack. So is this a heart attack? And so it's just like, I I ended up going to the doctors like the Tuesday after. And they're like, no, your heart's fine. You'd probably just had a... a heartburn. I'm like, oh, this is what old is. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Sean, what's the worst physical pain you've ever been in? Um, I got uh, two cavities filled without Novocaine one Ooh. time. Ooh. Uh, and that was brutal. I was like seven. It was the worst pain I've ever had in my life, I think. It was either, it was either that 
Or uh, one time I was jumping on a trampoline and I fell through the space between the uh, like the out the metal rim, the and, coils, yeah, and the mm-hmm. tarp. And mm-hmm. uh, my knees caught on the metal ring, and I fell forward, and so Oof. my legs got caught under the trampoline, <laughs> but like at my knees. So it was like if. I had weighed more, I probably would have dislocated both of my knees at the same time, which would have been terrible, but I couldn't walk for like a couple weeks. It was awful. <laughs> it was awful. Oh, man. That but, sucks. I, but I think I think getting the cavities filled was worse. It's, it's a less good story because it's just very quick, but it was the worst pain I've yeah. ever felt. Like, I still have nightmares about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting cavities filled without Novik. High yeah. on the list. Awful. Awful. Yeah. God, yeah. Ugh. I got Jesus. a root canal and it was 10 out of 10 would not recommend. Yeah, I, I've gotten a root canal and it was honestly better than the time I got cavities filled without Novocaine. By like I, a significant margin. I had a <laughs> I had a lump on the tip of my tongue for about as long as I could remember. And when I got my uh, wisdom teeth removed, they took that lump off. That hurt less than like a normal cavity filling and things like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Sean. Why don't you throw it to Rich for the last question? <laughs> the final <laughs> question. Which grocery <laughs> store is the best slash your favorite? Like Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, Wegmans, Aldi's, Littles, ShopRite, Giant. This is from John Tursich. Look, man, we can dance around this question for a few minutes, or we can give the correct answer, which is Wegmans. <laughs> Wegmans. <laughs> it's Wegmans it's freaking yeah. Wegmans. It's goddamn Wegmans. Wegmans. If you say something like, if you're from a different region of the country, like, oh, it's Kroger. Yeah, grow up. It's Wegmans. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the, if you're looking for the widest selection, low prices, you're looking for some, some if you want to eat in, if you want to take some food home, you want to cook some, there's no beating Wegmans. I'm sorry. Like I know we're, we're, we try to support the small businesses around here. You know, we're, we're trying to avoid like big corporations and big companies and everything like that, man. It's Wegmans. There's no disputing it. There's no, you're right. You're right. Wegmans. It's is got the best. everything. Oh yeah. You're true. It's too true. Definitely. Like I, I, I don't go anywhere else besides Wegmans. Like unless it's an emergency, then I'll walk two blocks to Shoprite. Yes, mm. I will drive ten minutes to Wegmans rather than walk two blocks to Shoprite. Yeah. Um, but I do have a question: Has anybody been to Lytle? Heard They're opening one apparently near us uh, in Exton. They just haven't put a date on when it's opening. But other than knowing that it exists because of that, no, I've never been to a Lytle. Okay. No. We 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 have one close to us in Cherry Hill near the Walmart, and I've I've driven by it a million times. I've never been in it. Oh. I drive by it on my way home from from Wakeman's. Yeah, drive by like oh look at that inferior grocery store. Uh, I've never <laughs> I've never been there before. Uh, okay, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean look like <laughs> it's just it's 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 the only the only complaint I have about Wegmans and it's not even about the store itself it's about their they, so they have an, the, uh, an app that you can build like a grocery a shopping list for and typically it's, it's you know very easy like you just say hey I need x y and z you know 
added to the list. It it's, makes it very convenient to do shopping every week. My wife and I use it all the time. We add stuff to the list. I go shopping once a week. It's great. Here's the problem that I have with it. About like six or seven months ago, they updated the app. And what it does now is you, what it used to happen is if like, let's say I added bread to the list and there was no bread miraculously, it would move it to the bottom of the list and say, Hey, there's no bread. We're going to keep it on the list. Cause you asked, you put a specific bread product on this list, but look, this bread product is out. Uh, what it's doing now is it just removes it from the list entirely. So for <laughs> example, I, you know, for, uh, you know, I, what, what did I need? I needed, um, let's say, for example, I needed like olive oil and I put the Wegmans brand olive oil on the list. If they run out of Wegmans brand olive oil, they remove it from the list. So it's just gone. So instead mm-hmm. of putting it on there and being like, oh, well, the Wegmans, I wanted olive oil. I put Wegmans olive oil on here, but they're out of that. And it says they're out of that. I'll just get, you know, whatever the other brand of olive oil is. Instead, it's just gone. So it's, so frequently over the last six to seven months, I just show up at home and go, oh, I forgot blank, blank, and blank because they just vanished from the shopping list that I made. And Wegmans, I'm telling you, this is my hot take. Wegmans, fix your goddamn app. Fix your (laughs) app. Allow, just allow me to make mistakes. Admit the fact that you might not have something in stock. I get it, man. It's a pandemic. The supply chain's all sort of donked up right now. I don't expect you to have every single item on the list, but at least leave something on there that reminds my tiny brain that I need bread. I need olive oil. I need something that uh, remind allow that reminder to be on there and just admit that you don't have a product instead of taking it off the list. Because then the other thing, the insulting thing that will happen is that days later, it will show back up. So if I'm making the list for the next week and they put it back in stock, it'll be like, oh, yeah, chicken bouillon cubes are in stock again. So we put it back on the list. Like, I don't need it anymore. I had to figure something else out because you didn't have them last week and you didn't tell me and I came in without them. And so I had to do something else. Just fix your app and otherwise you're perfect. (laughs) But otherwise you're perfect. I will say over the course, over the course of the, uh, hundred and close to 30 episodes, or I don't know how many episodes we've had anymore. Um, over the course of all these episodes, uh, Wegmans, we've talked good about you at least 25 times by now. Mm-hmm. You need to sponsor us. Yeah. Come on, man. I think it's just a rule now. You have to sponsor us. We promoted your freaking <laughs> Josh Allen cereal on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what we did? He went on to have like an MVP caliber season. So maybe <laughs> throw some love our way. <laughs> yeah, definitely. For sure, uh, that little that little known chain of Wegmans needs to join the little known podcast of Brose. And- yeah, exactly. We're just two. We're just two underdogs. <laughs> Wegmans <laughs> and the Brose podcast. Just two. Uh, you know, it's just trying to find our way in this crazy, crazy world here. Uh, does anyone have an answer besides Wegmans? No. It's no, Wegmans. No. It's Wegmans. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It's Wegmans. Uh, that's it for the, uh, the questions. It. Correct. Yeah, that's we, had, all. we just had a pretty spicy take, we but did. does anybody I, else have any takes? I don't know. Do we? I don't. <clears throat> no. no, I'm good. That's all I really had. I, I didn't have a, uh, <laughs> I don't have any Super Bowl related takes. No, you know, fiery, spicy takes about the weekend or Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady or anything like that. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like you have a pretty spicy take about the weekend, Patrick Mahomes. Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't really. Uh, the weekend was fine. Um, 
The weekend you know, was the weekend. I think it was like, a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you yeah. Know, I, I think it's, it's interesting because I think football discourse has gotten to the point where like people have generally accepted that like, like Pat Mahomes didn't have a good game, but it was like, yo, he was running for his life. Like he, he was, he yeah. was, I was, just, I was sad that it wasn't a good football game. Like I thought it could have been a yeah. good football game and it just didn't work out. I will, I will take some opportunity to shout out uh, Laurent Duvernay Tardif, uh, the guard for the chiefs. Uh, who did not play a snap for the Chiefs this year because he opted out because he is also a medical doctor and yeah. spent the season uh, spent the season treating patients for COVID in his homeland of Canada. So shout out to uh, Laurent Duvernay Tardif. Uh, <laughs> the irony of the one of the Chiefs' starting offensive linemen opting out, the team making it to the the Super Bowl, but then because the offensive line isn't any good, <laughs> Mahomes just running <laughs> for his life for mm-hmm. sixty minutes. Like, look, man, uh, you can't, you can't do this. It's a Super Bowl, but like, Laurent Dominic has has my eternal respect for what he did this season. Yeah, he was Absolutely. he was running for his life, injured as well. Yeah, turf toe. He got concussed a couple weeks ago, uh, or as they called it, a neck injury. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he hurt his neck real shit. bad. He hurt his neck so bad that he didn't know where he was. Uh, <laughs> he was unable to answer who the president was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was I was bummed that it wasn't a good football game, but um but yeah. I mean, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Sometimes it's about it time something good happened to that Brady fella, finally. <laughs> yeah, who who'd have thunk that uh that Brady guy Speaking with of underdog stories. was gonna be uh yeah, definitely not just underdog. Do you guys see the video of Brady uh just just pissed drunk at the at the, the boat yeah. parade? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was funny. Forty-three-year-old Tom Brady and uh, somebody—I I saw somebody uh, point out that like he's forty-three years old. It's like that's just what happens when you're over forty and have exactly two Bud Lights. Like you, just, <laughs> you stagger around the marina for a while. Uh, Tim, if people want to find any of your takes on Twitter, where can they find you? At Tim R. Hansen. Uh, how about you, Rich? At B underscore Walnuts. And you, Sean? At Hey, it's S O B. And you can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at Brose podcast. And it's on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our program anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and TuneIn, among others. And if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, Email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. A huge thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, to Shannon Vogel for designing our world-famous logo. You can find her work at Shannon Vogel Photography on Facebook or on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Stephen Seabird. You can listen to his work at the Free Music Archive. Uh, it's plug time, baby. Rich, what's going on with PodQuest these days? Check out PodQuest, a nerdy uh, roundtable where we talk about that week's nerd news and the stuff we did. Uh, this week, we will most likely be talking about 1994's Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla. Yes, Space Godzilla. Mm. Space uh, Godzilla. As, 
as well as uh, I don't know. Well, I might play other games that I haven't played before. Maybe maybe the Mario game that came out this week. Dog, it's it's recording. March second. By the time this podcast airs, Persona Five Strikers has been out for weeks. You have no excuses. <laughs> if if <laughs> if I can manage to beat the games that I want to beat before Strikers comes out, and then beat Persona Five, I will talk about Strikers. <sighs> I will get it and talk about it. <laughs> but I don't know if I'm going to be able to do all of that. Well, Persona 5 is only a 100-hour uh, video game, so you probably can yeah. knock it out real quick. Yeah. Don't worry. And Strikers is looking upwards of uh, 40 to 60 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I'm stoked. I'm so stoked. Uh, <laughs> Sean, talk to us about Frisbees. If you want to see me Frisbees, Obi Disc Golf everywhere except Instagram, where it is Obi underscore Disc Golf. That's right. it. Tim Hansen, there's a podcast out there called Person and Person. Uh, I'd like to learn more about it. Can you assist? Uh, yeah, it's where Greg and Gene and sometimes Gil uh, will Ooh, hop Gil. in there. Yeah, Gil is, uh, I, I guess sometimes it's pronounced Jill, but it doesn't fit with the theme. So <laughs> it's Gil. Uh, it's a new show for by people who hate new shows for people who hate new shows. And uh, mm-hmm. jokes are on point. News is funny, and that's what I got. Yeah, man. It's uh, if you have ever been wondering why uh, Jake Tapper doesn't cover Estonian sports or butt science, uh, this is the podcast for you. The person and person podcast, and also check out uh, the uh, Not My Type podcast. Uh, good friends of ours uh, who do a great pop culture BuzzFeed quiz style podcast. If you enjoy uh, some of Tim's uh, off the cuff uh, WandaVision takes uh, among many of our other <laughs> pop culture and, and TV and fandom takes, you will enjoy the not my type podcast, not my type.com, not my type pod.com. Excuse me. Uh, boy, this is see, this is the problem with actually actual promos uh, on the show. <laughs> Uh, when we've had you know three to four glasses of wine, uh, <laughs> I'm now going like, oh yeah, the not my type pod. So it's not my type pod.com. That's not my type pod.com. That's it, guys. We did it. Say we goodbye to the listeners. Bye. Deuces. It's monkey time. <laughs> it's indeed monkey time for Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien and the entire action moves team. My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. Hell yeah. Totes.